Hey, this is Sam for Dobbs. If you need tires, hop on our website, go to Dobbs.com. We'll save you time searching brands, sizes, and prices, and save you money because we sell tires at the lowest price in town, guaranteed. For deals you can use, click on go to Dobbs.com now. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Your fourth place Blues are back in action tonight. Seven o'clock with the action. Six o'clock pregame with Alex Ferrario. And then at seven, Joe Vitale and Chris Kerber is with us now. Have the call. Kerbs, the voice of the Blues, now on the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line. Good morning, sir. I'll bet you're feeling better now than you did like last week at this time. Uh, you're you're feeling a, a little more upbeat like everybody else is, and you're looking forward to another game tonight. Absolutely. Curbs, it seems like Mike Hoffman was playing with a sense of purpose uh, in the game over the weekend. Do you think that that's enough to keep him here, though? Do you think that the Blues are going to make a move, and do you think it involves Mike Hoffman? Yeah, it, it, there's a great question. I, I think, honestly, not, not even just so much with Mike Hoffman, and we can get to him in a second, but I, I think I think if you're Doug Armstrong, you're not overreacting to what's going on right now. And, and the reality of it is, is, uh, in trying to figure out what you do at this trade deadline, did the last three games potentially change your course? Yeah, I, I think it did, actually. There'd be a difference right now looking at yourself 15 games to go and seven points out versus versus in the spot with 15 games to go. But having said that, if you compare yourself right now to Colorado, to Las Vegas, to some of the other teams in the other divisions, to Tampa Bay, and, and how it's going – that's the evaluation and the assessment that Doug Armstrong has to make. Where does he really believe his team is in comparison to those teams right now? And some of it controllable, some of it not. I mean, look, the, the injuries this season, but then the loss of guys over the last couple of years to career-ending injuries and then free agency have changed the look of this hockey team. So I, I think that's where this is going to go. Depending on what you get offered, sometimes, Michelle, when it comes to a guy like Mike Hoffman, the question is, what could you get offered and what do you need? And I think the injury to Robert Thomas drastically changes the potential look on that front because Mike Hoffman's the only guy you've got right now that has some offensive pop to him, and we obviously saw that in, in the last game. You can look at it right now as Mike Hoffman is the guy that you picked up as a rental for the playoff push. And, and I think Doug Armstrong has, has shown that he'll look at things that way sometimes rather than just trade a guy that's going to be a free agent. So – um, it's an interesting one. I think if the right now you're seeing some pretty good prices paid by teams, uh, being able to uh, to move some guys for some first round picks. We saw Toronto give up a first round pick for Nick Foligno. So I mean, if, if and I don't think you're going to get a first round pick for Mike Hoffman, but if it's high enough or there's a hockey trade coming back, yes, I could see a move getting made. But I could also I could also sit here and convince you that he might be the rental player that uh, you don't have to trade for. Curbs, I was a little bit surprised with uh, Felino garnering a number one that Taylor Hall only garnered a number two. Both UFAs coming up. Taylor Hall obviously has had a, a tough season, but uh, Taylor Hall is what everybody seems to be looking for, a former MVP that can uh, that's in his prime, and we know he can score. Yeah, I think part of the difference there is 
Somebody looks at Taylor Hall and you're going, okay, I mean, this is a guy that's been moved from Edmonton to New Jersey to Arizona to to Buffalo. Um, And and it's one of those situations where uh, I I think that they know the situation and the desperate nature of what Buffalo was uh, was dealing with. And and you also just you you may not know exactly what he's going to bring to your to your locker room. The flip side, Toronto knows exactly what they needed, and they bring in a huge character guy and a leader in uh, in Nick Foligno. You know uh, that that has gone through some playoff uh, battles with the Columbus Blue Jackets. So I I think it's kind of a difference in where the two organizations are. Uh, I think you know Boston's scrapping and clawing just to make the playoffs. Toronto's definitely going to make it. And, and is looking to try and go right over the top, and they were willing to give a little bit more for it. So, yeah, the, some of the prices are, you know, somewhat interesting. But I, I wonder, Randy, if teams are willing right now because of really not having been able to see some of these junior players much and, and what mm-hmm. this draft could mean if they're willing to, to slide first or second-round picks this year more than in previous years. Good point. And in fairness, we should note that Buffalo has Doug Armstrong's number blocked now. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, uh, well. What you should do, I mean, and and I'm I'm a Kevin Adams fan. I, I he was actually he was at Miami when when I was doing games there. We were, we were the same age. He was a first round draft pick of the Boston Bruins, and he won a cup with Carolina. He's and he's he's a smart guy and a really good guy. At the same time, when you go to your owner and you go, "Hey, Doug Armstrong called. You better have your ducks in a row. No doubt about it." Speaking of, of the calls from Buffalo Curves, let's talk about Ryan O'Reilly. Sometimes when a team is in a bad spot, you need your best players and your leaders to pull you out of it. And it seems like Ryan O'Reilly has played a huge part in the Blues getting out of that losing streak. You know, he has a hat trick on Friday. He scores that unbelievable overtime goal on Saturday. What are you seeing out of Ryan O'Reilly? Are you seeing anything different with him? I'll, no, you're seeing exactly the years you're seeing him. You are seeing him. And, and I'll go to – well, let me throw this at you first, and I know this one's going to be impossible to answer because we'd have to scour some research to do it, but could there be a worse trade than what Buffalo made with Ryan O'Reilly in the last 10 years in the league? No. I mean, I mean, I don't know what which one it would be, but you're a team trying to turn things around. You've got a character guy. You've got a guy that works harder than just about anybody you've ever seen, right? Oh, and, yeah. uh, and, and, and you walk from him. But go back to the beginning – and I almost I don't have you guys gotten to the point and I hope this doesn't sound better really don't but but I don't like to compare things right now all the time to the 1819 season because it, it was a year and a half ago and this team is very different but this is comparable if you go back to October to January of that season Ryan O'Reilly's first season with the team he was leaps and bounds by far the best St. Louis Blues player he was the most consistent he was, the, he was the most game-ready. He was the most competitive guy that entire stretch. So when the team was struggling, the one guy, though, that you were looking for that was doing everything right was Ryan O'Reilly. So what you're seeing now, even even when they were going through it, you know, and, yeah, he, he gives up the puck to Kale McCarr at the blue line, and then as a captain, he said, he was, oh, that one was on me. And, I mean, just the honesty for him to say, I even panicked in that situation, mm-hmm. told you the psyche of the team at the time. But, no, you're – you're not seeing anything different. And I'll tell you, that backhand goal that he scored, he practices those things. I mean, that's just, that just doesn't come out of nowhere. He does drills where he practices lifting his backhand in tight places. I mean, it really, when you get a chance to watch him in practice on a regular basis, 
you see it. And then when you see it on the ice, you're thrilled for them, but you're not necessarily surprised. Curbs, obviously two in a row against Minnesota. And Minnesota is not what we saw on Friday night. They're more like what we saw on Saturday night. And the Blues will have their hands full tonight. But the Blues are a little bit better than Minnesota. I think that if you look across the board, even with the injuries, the Blues just have a little bit more oomph among their group of players than Minnesota does. Well, I like I like this matchup, Randy, and I like the fact that you know the, the Blues are healthier than they were three or four weeks ago. Not only healthier, but the guys that were coming back and now have some games under their belt. And no, we're not out of the, the injury woods by any stretch of the imagination, but you still like the depth of this hockey team as a result of it. And you're staring down a great situation tonight. I mean, if you if you manage, and it's hard to beat a team two times in a row, much less three. Mm-hmm. But if you go out to Minnesota and find a way to beat those guys today, you will pull Minnesota. You, you'll pull them to within five points of you with four games head to head. I mean, you have you will have put third place back within the picture here. And so th- th- this is a huge game tonight. And you know, starting tonight, you've got eight of your next nine. Four against Minnesota, four against Colorado, and then Arizona slipped in there. These next line nine games are obviously huge. That's an understatement. But uh, just just keeping this thing on a roll, you like the matchups. And, and the Blues' plan is pretty simple. Well, I say it's simple. It's when it's described. They want to get in on, on the Minnesota defense. They, they, they fuel their play from the back end. Uh, it's a veteran group. It's a smart group. And when the Blues wreaked havoc on them two games ago, they got in on the defense. When they didn't wreak havoc on them is in that last game where the Blues tried to stick handle everything at the blue line rather than get the puck in and make their defenseman turn and go get it. I would look for more of that make the defenseman turn and go get it game plan tonight, especially with the Blues playing on the road and having the second change or having the uh, to put their players on the ice first. All right, Curbs, one last thing before we let you go. Uh, at 2 o'clock today, I'm going to give you the choice. The Blues will have acquired a a third line, like a, a sixth, seventh type forward or a big defenseman. What would you rather have? A, a big uh, defensive I, I, defenseman. Yeah, uh, we're, we're going with the defenseman. Um, we're going with the defenseman. The, our defensive core is just taking a hit. You know, when you consider the fact of what you had to win the cup, and you've lost Carl Gunnarsson for the rest of the year. You you you've obviously lost Jay Bowmeister a year ago. Alex Petrangelo left with via free agency. Um, with, without a shred of doubt in my mind, if 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 there's one area that that you're going to try and shore up right now, I would think it would be on the defensive side of things. And I wonder if Dallas would move Oleskiak. That's a guy that uh, Jr. brought up in his piece in the Athletic this morning, and that he kind of fits the bill, doesn't he? He's a monster, and, and he's been pretty good back there. Well, here's the unique aspect of the trade deadline today. And and yet you saw this with San Jose trading Devin Dubnik to Colorado. And that is that right now, San Jose and Colorado are in the same division. Next year, you won't be, right? So in that case, the case that you're talking about with Alexiak, it is an intriguing one. It is a big guy. It doesn't so much impact Dallas this season because the Blues and the Dallas Stars are not in there. Now, he's an un, he's a re, unrestricted free agent, mm-hmm. so who knows what direction it goes. But having said that, any type of move like this between some of these teams, you could be making a move with a team that's in your division again next year. And, and it'll be kind of fascinating to see how some of these things play out over the course of today because of that. Because yeah. you may, you may, there may be a perfect deal that in a normal situation – 
you're not going to make because it's inside your own division. But this year may be a difference maker, and you might be willing to make it. It'll make it interesting. 2 o'clock is trade deadline time, St. Louis time. Curb's always good to hear your voice, and we'll hear it again tonight as the Blues take on the Wild. Thanks for your time. All right. Thanks, you guys. Uh, Have an awesome start to your week. You too. That is our friend Chris Kerber, the voice of the Blues, here on 101 ESPN. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, bet online for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.